This is the Sons and Slaves Podcast. This is a show devoted to helping fathers and sons honor and obey the Lord. Join me, Jared, and my sons, Ransom and Valor, as I talk to them about boyhood and the process of becoming a man. Welcome back to the Sons and Slaves Podcast. I'm here with my co-host today, Valor and Dad. How you doing? Good. I'm doing pretty good as well. You're getting better and better at that introduction, buddy. Thanks. You guys doing good then? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Tell us what you are drinking today. Soda pop. Soda pop. Soda pop. Okay, what kind of soda pop? Maple root beer. Maple root beer. It is called Spreacher Maple Root Beer. It's craft soda, naturally flavored, fire brewed, made with cane sugar and maple syrup. So, what's your review? Do you like it? Yes. Yeah. I give it a five star. This is so different. This is we don't do soda very often. Mm-hmm. We do chai tea latte and hot chocolate kind of regularly. But milk. milk. We, yeah, and milk, right? This is our first time doing soda, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on. This is my first sip. Here we go. This is a, a live review. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. What happened yeah, the first time you chugged soda when you were younger? Puked all over the car. You loved it so much that you chugged it, ended up puking everywhere. Was that the worst puke of your life? No. What was the worst puke of your life? Last week. Was that the worst puke of your life last week, you think? Yeah. Really? Sure. Okay, well, tell us about it. Was it a ton. Was it? Two toilet fulls. That much? Three times. When I was in college, I saw the longest puke of my entire life. It was this guy named Tim Gibson. And. We were in this fraternity thing. I'll have to explain what that is later on when you guys are a little older. But this guy had to drink a bunch of buttermilk, and he drank Ew. a ton of it. He puked, and it went for, I'm talking, at least 30 seconds, just puke. Uh, it was unbelievable. It was the most amazing puke I've ever seen in my life. Amazing. Valor, what about you? Any big pukes in your life? He hasn't really puked. No? Hmm. I don't think he's ever puked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's puked. He's puked before. Like once. For the listening audience. Ten I, seconds. Ten seconds. If you'll just go ahead and pause and tell each other, tell your dad or brothers, just remind each other of the longest puke of your life. It's kind of funny thinking about. You know, it's not fun in the moment, but when you look no. back on it, it's kind of it's funny. It's very funny. It is very funny. One yeah. time you puked when we lived in our first house. Uh, we lived in a 1973 trailer, and I was carrying you as you were puking down the hallway, and it went into the hardwood floor. And it was so hard to clean up because it was literally everywhere. I was just running, and as I was running, you were puking. <laughs> we didn't plan on talking about puke Instead today. Instead of Sonic's blue stuff coming out of his back, it's puke. Ugh, gross. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and pray, and then we're going to be talking about uh, being a good cheer, the importance of having a cheerful and happy heart, and what that can do for other people. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and pray. And Ransom, if you would hand me Boyhood and Beyond, I've got it bookmarked, and I will go ahead First Turn time, there. This is the very first time I've seen you bookmark something. Actually, you know what? I thought I yeah. bookmarked it, but I didn't. I just read it and underlined and made my notes. Here we go. Let's go ahead and pray. You guys ready? Yeah. Jesus, we just thank you for this time. I thank you so much for my sons. What a joy it is to have these conversations. Lord, we want them to honor you and want, want them to help and encourage people. And I pray that, that kids and dads and anybody and moms, if they're listening, I pray they'd get a good laugh. Even thinking about times in the past 
that we've been sick and puked, there is something to praise you for and thank you for on the backside of every difficulty. And even in things like that, we can just, you know, get a kick out of it. Help us to be happy and have happy hearts and encourage one another. And where we go, God, help us to bring joy. And that's the kind of boys and men that we want to be, is we want to show up on the scene and people know that things are going to be okay. And not only are things going to be okay, but there's joy on the scene now because we're there. Just please help us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Hey, what was that funny noise going on over there? I said, I'm going to drink this after this. Oh, okay, gotcha. It was just a, it was a weird cup noise. Yeah. From the soda. Yeah, he he was like shaking it up to make uh, the noises. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. All right, so today we're talking about being of good cheer, and we are back in the book Boyhood and Beyond. Guys, what do you guys think about the uh, the Bob Schultz book? You guys been enjoying this? Bob Schultz is one of my favorite authors. My absolute favorite is Andrew Peterson. Andrew Peterson? Not oh. Andrew Pearson. Andrew, Andrew Pearson. I just talked to Andrew Pearson on the phone. Mm-hmm. But Andrew Peterson, okay, tell everybody real quick. This is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but that's okay. That's what this podcast can be sometimes. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about Andrew Peterson and why you love his books so much. I love his books. Right now, I'm reading the Wing for the Saga series. I'm three-quarters of the way through on the very first one, and I'm loving it. It's my favorite book I've ever read. Red Wall's coming close. Red Wall's close. You started Red Wall. Yeah. That's a classic boy book. It's a little above my head, but it's it's really good. But it's a little. A little bit. Mm-hmm. It's challenge. It's a challenging read. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good though. It's good to be challenged when you read. Mhm. Most people know Andrew Peterson because of his music. Did you guys know that he wrote music? No. A- and he is doing the Wing Feather Saga. TV shows. Yeah, the TV shows. Where can they find the Wingfeather uh, Saga TV shows? And yeah. You spilled some soda, didn't you? On your white T-shirt. Well, why don't you go ahead and don't take your shirt off? You can podcast shirtless. Shirt. Take that shirt off, and we'll just see your muscles when we're podcasting here. What happened there? You get a little reckless with your soda. Back to the TV show, the Wingfeather Saga TV show. The second season is coming in one year. I looked it up. Okay. On the on my mom's phone. And where can you watch that series? Angel Studios. Angel Studios. Okay, that's good to know. All right, boys, young men, are you ready? We were born ready. All right. Born ready. <laughs> Here we go. Bob yes. talks about him and his buddy Doug. Yes. One year they yes. hitchhiked all the way from North Carolina back home to Springfield, Oregon. You guys even know what hitchhiking is? No. People used to, when they needed a ride across town or they needed a ride across the country, they would walk on the side of the road with a bag around their back or a backpack or something like that and a sleeping bag. They would hold up their thumb and that would signal that they need a ride. Kind of like a thumbs up. Thumbs up, everybody. Look, you know that, right? So if you walk outside long enough... I know she does, but she used to. If you go like this on the side of the road long enough with a thumbs up, somebody will stop and pick you up and they'll say, where are you headed? Say, I'm going west. And they'll say, well, I'm going to such and such town. I'll drop you off there. And say, all right, thanks. So, oh, yeah, you can have a little bit. Let's see. So Bob and Doug were hitchhiking from North Carolina to Springfield, Oregon, and they stopped in Nashville, Tennessee. In Nashville, Tennessee, they found their way to a Christian camp. And when they were at the Christian camp, they were hired to build some outhouses and do some construction work there. So they decided to do that. Yeah, outhouses back then. How do you build those? Well, you build a basically a small wooden shelter with a pit underneath it for all the you-know-what to go in. 
And then there's a toilet. <laughs> yes. Since they knew how to build, they hired them to do that and some other construction work. But while they were there, they asked them to go on a hike with them because at the end of the week, every, every single camper at the end of the, their week of camp, they would do an all-night camp out where they would go and sleep instead of a, a sleeping in a cabin, they would go and sleep in the woods. So they were going out with a group of men, the group, uh, they were going out with a group of boys, and they ended up coming up on the group of girls. And what they saw there was a group of girls that were really scared that didn't know what to do because they couldn't get their fire lit. And they were very nervous because it was dark out. And you know how we have really good flashlights today? Back in the 70s, there wasn't as good, they didn't have like those LED lights. They didn't have a lot of great flashlights. They did have flashlights. They were really struggling to get things going and they were just really afraid. And it was in the dark and they just didn't know what to do. So when Bob and Doug and the boy group got there, they took charge, they took leadership, and they ended up getting the fire going. And after the fire was lit and everybody's campground was set up for the night, he said that the whole mood of that group changed. And instead of being fearful and instead of crying and being upset, now everybody was singing around the campfire. Everybody had got things in order. And what he had said was, and is that, and what he, and what he was talking about is that that group, when they got the fire going, that fire broke the darkness and it helped change the mood of the whole group. The light pushed back the darkness and what he starts to talk about is how that can happen spiritually but it also can happen with a boy. A boy can bring light and joy into a situation that's difficult. Okay, Here's what Bob says and this is the chapter Be of Good Cheer. Okay, Ransom Valor, turn your listening ears on. Okay, Go like this. Just turn that switch right there. It's in the side of your head. Okay, is your, is your, Are your listening ears on? Okay, what about your thinking cap? Here, this is your thinking cap. Put that on. I already have okay. my thinking cap. Okay, you got your thinking cap? Okay, now that makes you automatically listen better. You guys ready? <laughs> Here we go. Yep. For many people, the world is a dark and fearful place. They feel that evil is in control or that life just happens by chance. Many people wander without purpose, afraid of what's the worst in the world and what's just about to happen. Some people live in the gloom and darkness because they are selfish. They pout because they can't have ice cream after dinner because they can't sit in front in the front seat of the car. Discontented people live in a self-made darkness. So here's the connection here. That campfire broke the darkness. There's darkness that people live in in the world for whatever reason, and God is using us to bring joy and be cheerful. Continuing on. God provides enough light in our world to keep every creature confident, hopeful, and bright. He takes pleasure in starting cheerful fires, even for those who reject that light. Sin made the world as dark in a fireless campsite on a cloudy night. God sent his son, the light of the world, to bring hope to men who have lost their courage. He brings truth to those overcome with lies. His presence brings light so that men could see the meaning and purpose of life. Look at these examples of how Jesus brought light to everyday experiences. Cheer up, Jesus said to the lame man as his friends lowered him on a stretcher through the roof. Cheer up, your sins are forgiven. The disciples, rowing against the wind, screamed, thinking a ghost had come to get in. Cheer up, guys, it's me. It was his happy reply. Paul sat in a dark jail cell, wondering about his life's direction. The Lord appeared to him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul. You must bear witness at Rome as well. When the disciples heard of his coming death, they became fearful. He encouraged them, saying, Cheer up, I have overcome the world. Your purpose in life is to display the heart of our cheerful God to the world. You have the privilege of bringing joy, hope, and a cheery light to all that you meet because God has first given it to you. 
Here are two practical examples of how to do it. And he goes on to show how you can be an encouragement to others. Let me just ask you, have you ever been sad before? Yes, many, many, many times. Many times. Many times. That's true. And sometimes here and there we can get kind of bummed out about something, can't we? It's always in the night. Nighttime? Is it more yeah. difficult at the nighttime? Okay. Let me ask you this. Are you happy a lot? I'm more happy. Oh, like a ton more. A ton more happy? Uh-huh. A, a quarter of a quarter of the time I'm sad. A quarter yeah. of a quarter of the time. So an eighth yeah. of the time you're sad, you think? Mm -hmm. yeah. Something like that? Eight. If that's what that is, a quarter of a quarter is, maybe that's a sixteenth. I think that's a sixteenth of the time that you're sad. You know, most of the time, and this is just, uh, I think that one of the ways that God has blessed our families, he's, he's blessed us with happiness, with joy. And, and he made a funny face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did? Yeah. Okay, well, laugh back at him. Make a funny face back at him. That's a good one. Uh, All right, now weird. let's pause and keep going on the podcast here, fellas. So, so from the time I was really little, I just remember being very happy every once in a while. You know, I've, I've experienced being sad or grief, that sort of thing. Everybody experiences that in life. But... For all of us, there's so many good things in this world. When we know some truth about God, that he holds us in the palm of his hand, we know that our sins are forgiven, we can really be happy about life. We can bring joy to other people, right? Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to be the kind of people that walk into a room and make happy people sad? Or do you no. want to walk into a room and make sad people happy? Sad people happy. Right? Sad people happy. Right. That's so true. We want to be able to bring joy. And not just a general happiness, because we want people to be happy about the right things. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to make people happy about the right things, we're going to have to know the truth, aren't we? Mm -hmm. You know, there's sadly people in the world that try to make other people happy through all the wrong ways. And they say that you can just be happy by yourself. Let me just go ahead and ask you guys and see what you think. Do you think that you can just make yourself happy? Or do you think that happiness is a gift from God to us? It's definitely a gift from God. It is, isn't it? If we just want to be sad all the time, we can find reasons to be sad and upset, can't we? Just uh -huh. look at all the negative things. Uh-huh. It's important in the life of a boy to start finding things to be thankful for, finding things to be happy, uh, finding ways to bring joy to other people. And I'm using happiness and joy as synonyms here because in the Bible there's not really a distinction. Some people talk about temporary pleasure and deep and abiding joy, and they call that difference between joy and happiness. But in the Bible there's really not that distinction. So I'm, I'm using these interchangeably here. But we have a real opportunity in life with those around us everywhere we go to bring joy in a difficult world. There's a lot of bad things in the world, right? Right now, yeah, is there? Yeah, a lot. But you know what? Even for every bad thing, there's a ton of really awesome things in there. <laughs> really awesome thing. We get to do a lot of fun things in life. Uh -huh. Next week, in fact, we get to do something really cool, don't we? Yes, we're gonna go yes. see Creed. Uh, we're yeah. gonna see Creed. Yeah. We're gonna float down the Jack's Fork River. Who made that river? Yeah. Who made that? Yeah. Who made that river? Yeah. God made that yeah. river. Who made rivers in such a way? that we can float down those rivers if we take dominion and find a way to make a boat to float down it. Who made that? Whose idea was that? God's. God's. Isn't that kind of God? Yeah. It's just an incredible thing. So right in the middle of the summer, God has provided for us a way for us to cool down and to have fun doing it by floating down a river, jumping off cliffs. You guys going to jump off the cliff this year? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's going to be a lot higher. Because the I water's think lower. The water's lower. So what are some of the things we like doing at the river? Throwing rocks? Yes. There's something about kicking throwing... Kicking the water. Kicking the water? Oh. Jumping in the water? Peeing in the water. Peeing in the water. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. When you're floating down a river, you just pee in the water all day. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's something... It, what is it about throwing rocks? It's so much fun to throw rocks, isn't it? I know. Playing in the dirt. Picking up sticks and, and using sticks as a sword. 
shooting I, guns. We, me and Valor, every time we start sword fight with Valor, I end up he ends up poking my eye with the stick, or I end up poking his eye with. The stick. Somebody ends up getting hurt. It's just inevitable, almost. But we're gonna have a really good time, and that was God's idea. So there's a lot of really good things in the world, isn't there? I want you guys, and for the for folks listening in, I want you guys to be the kind of boys and kind of men who identify the work of God in the world, and they celebrate the life that God has given them, even through difficulty, because there's going to be difficult things in life. We know that. We've experienced some difficult things, but God is yeah. faithful. All right, guys, back to the book. One of the ways that Bob tells us we can bring light to people is to speak the truth. Always speak the truth. If somebody's down and doubting that God's going to provide, well, we can remind them that God always provides for his children. We can say to them, cheer up. You're going to see God work. If you have the means to help somebody in need, you can offer to help them. Offer a small amount of money. Tell them to use that money to help them in the difficult time. That would be God's way of providing for them. A cheerful boy is a light shining in the dark world. Every day he tells the world, good is coming if you'll receive it. He spreads light by speaking the truth to those who are hearing lies. He has hope because he believes the Bible when it says that all things work together for good through those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Hey guys, I want you to listen to this. This is an incredibly powerful lesson. It's something that you guys need to learn and it's something that we need to never forget the rest of our lives. Look at me in the eyes. God tells us that he promises that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. It's an amazing message, it really is, that all things work together for our good, even yeah. the difficult things. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Uh -huh. Have you guys ever eaten a cake? Yeah. Valor, you ever eaten a cake? Yeah. You do? What's your favorite part about cake? Is it the icing or is it like the cake the part? The icing. The icing? I like the cake part. Do you know that to go into, make a cake, you have to put different ingredients in it? Many people have said this in the past. This is, a, yeah. this is not original to me. But I'm do you know that... Eggs are in it. Eggs are in it, but also you know that flour is in it? Mm-hmm. Would you want a big bowl of just flour to eat? No. You wouldn't? Would you want just a bunch of raw eggs to eat? No. You might want a bunch of sugar, because cake has a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. You guys like cinnamon sugar is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. But sugar all of that, all of those ingredients on their own, some of those are really, te really terrible to eat, but all of those come together for a really good a piece of cake that's really good to mm -hmm. eat. So all those individual things... Although some of them might not be very good, they actually come together to make something I amazing. I like carrot cake. This is what's the amazing thing about our lives. Even the difficult things, God is putting something together and he's piecing it together, making something amazing. And he promises us that there's nothing wasted in our life because he is in control. And this is what Bob tells us. This kind of boy has courage to live because he knows that his God is in control of the future. Do you know that God controls all things, that there is nothing that happens in this world that is outside of his control. And he sees everything and he governs this whole universe. No matter yeah. what happens in this world, God sees, he's in control, and in the end he will make all things right because he is ultimately the judge. God is in control. He is sovereign. That's a big word in the Bible about yeah. providence. God's providence, you know, like our sister, like, yeah. your, like your sister. Hello, providence. Providence. And God is sovereign over all things. Just pretty amazing. And he tells us a few more things to close it out. The boy has courage to live because he knows God's in control. He has every reason to rejoice and no reason to despair. You can be that boy. Bring light to the darkness. Get to know the truth. Refuse to let yourself become discouraged. Let God's cheerful spirit rule your heart. Life is full of hope. If you find yourself sliding into discouragement or into a sour attitude, know for sure that you are listening to some form of a lie. 
Go back to the truth and believe it. God always gives enough light to brighten your own heart with plenty of extra to spill over into the lives of those around you. Nehemiah 8.10 says this, For the joy of the Lord is your strength. And finally, if you will let cheerfulness dwell in your heart, you'll brighten the lives of many fearful or hurting people, just like Doug did for those scared girls. Mm-hmm. Is that the kind of boy you want to be? Yeah. That's the kind of man that I want to be. Let's do that together. Does that sound good? Yeah. Let's yeah. go up and bring joy to our home. Let's go bring joy to our church family tonight as we go to Wednesday night preaching lab and small group. Let's bring joy everywhere we go. Deal? Deal. Deal. Thank you for listening to the Sons and Slaves podcast. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes and pass this along to every father and son that you know.